0: It's
1: it's Welcome to Peas in the Pod episode 14, everybody.
2: Uh, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah. not
3: we're no, nearly it I want to be there. we I don't well, know. We
4: <laughs> we're just on the bus.
3: <laughs> that's
2: like like fifteen guys. Like episode fifteen, right? We're only doing fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What are you on about? I don't know. It's just like we've done quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're that's... getting there. <laughs> Maybe? Please, do you, you mean it. death? Like?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm Can not, we literally I'm not just call nasty. this episode episode fourteen?
1: We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> So, this week we have Alfonso Conspiracy himself.
5: Do so you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, I I'm, have I'm no relevance here. I don't, know why <laughs> I don't know why I'm here on a credit already. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. I am the drummer from MY Society. Yes. Uh, Dylan's yeah. band. But I'm also, obviously, a solo musician. I've just released my song Fetish with KC. Woo!
3: Um, I just not doing visual stuff. Like I just, I just, like, wave my hands in the air and stuff like that. Yeah, like, look, look how cool he looks today, guys. I forget this isn't oh yeah Every, everyone at home like look look how cool I look today he's so suave well you know what just dressed in like a brown sack <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I'm fucking all. rocking this brown sack thank you very much one everyone of the top
4: harbors ever dressed <laughs> oh god
3: but yeah it's been a lot of fun so far like featuring on the single and yeah it's getting a really good response isn't it it
5: is definitely yeah. well yeah main reason really is to hopefully get
2: more people to listen Yeah. it's a shameless plug yeah basically
3: this full thing is a shameless plug it
2: was fun recording your biblical part Casey it was fun still because it was fun
3: even though I had to redo it like a million times when was that that's not like it was
2: like right before lockdown 2 Jesus it oh yeah it was it was like a couple of days
3: before
5: wasn't it yeah or maybe the day. yeah I remember I
4: remember I'm surprised I didn't use your persona Casey you, when you were rapping which one I don't have, a persona. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have
3: you have many personas I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> what are you talking about it's
4: a massive government conspiracy skanksy got
3: something to do with the pyramids skanksy who's he he do not exist ever.
2: anymore yeah.
4: Chesnichi
3: who's Chesnichi um, yeah. I
2: think I think he's like a guy that unwired drove unwired society drove crazy oh uh,
3: yeah Oh, prim- that guy that became S.J.W. Bush yeah. after uh, no oh, yeah. well, you
4: call <laughs> him
2: <say>. Chesney <laughs> Cheese in prison because <laughs> after that he started he started a bit of a revolution because we encouraged him to stop sitting in silence. He <laughs> <laughs> took, took a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: journalist turned conspiracy. Is up. that
1: song about Chesney Cheese? <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm. <laughs> oh, plot
2: twist! All of noise is about him. <laughs>
3: Well, speaking of, like today's topic yeah. is why music happened for us yeah, individually, yeah, yeah. basically. Well, so. that's a really bad way of phrasing it. That was a terrible mm. segue. That was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever said in my life. You tried. But basically, I, I did you try. I uh, tried I really my- hard, and. Thanks, I appreciate. it. Case, you know.
2: Case is not usually the one that like segues things. Not no, usually. I'm just <laughs> normally either the either one either. that ruins things. <laughs> <laughs> so <The plan> <laughs> you, usually, we just leave Nick to it because yeah, Nick's, he's Nick's like, kind of the moderator. Of yeah, it.
3: Nick's yeah. the man with a plan. Like, honestly, which I don't tell you about. Which was also just, like I don't know where we're plan. going. Yeah, yeah. it's it episode
2: fifteen. Apparently, like, we're getting there. No, the only one who knows where we're getting is Nick. He's yeah. like the he's the man we. Although
3: secrets. you sounded pretty certain earlier that, that we are getting there, we're
2: getting there oh, to my demise. I
5: don't know where this
2: place is, but no, I you be know there. where we are getting. You know where we are getting to. Well, Casey getting get a fridge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he finally gets one, that's it, the podcast is over.
3: Can't believe your brother put that on the, the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's Fridge GoFundMe page. It actually has a ring to it when it's phrased like that as well. Casey's Fridge GoFundMe page. Casey's Fridge GoFundMe Pick. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's Fridge Go. <GoFundMe. laughs> <laughs> Just get There we go, there's go, a let's new let's jingle. jingle. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, Someone fucking set up the page. Let's make the jingle. That would be so Just funny. like
2: contact Matt <laughs> if, it,
3: if it took off and then like we just just like, start posting videos of like, various fridges yeah. that we're buying. No, We've got, like, fridges like fridges <laughs> Studio full of fridges. Like like three guitar <laughs> cabs for every like fridge. No, I'm going say, you end
1: up getting enough money to make a walk-in fridge. <laughs> <laughs> freezer. A <laughs>
4: walk-in freezer? Freezer. fridge combo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get um, Matt Berry to voice (laughs) Get get Matt Berry to voice the jingle.
1: Uh, (laughs) 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 Every time you open your fridge, he goes, yes!
3: (laughs) 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 Casey's Fridge, go find me, (laughs) (laughs) page. Yeah!
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so the topic for this week is basically what sort of music got us into loving music and wanting to do it, and, like, developed our sort of taste, to what it is now, basically. So... (laughs) What?
2: <laughs> I, I was literally <laughs> high, uh, it's literally an idea you just came up with yesterday, wasn't it? And when I, I, so. when I read no, 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 he it, he planned this weeks ago, mate. This yeah. is very, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's That's I know planned. where we're going. This entire <laughs> show's script scripted, <is>
5: <laughs> we don't know. Penultimate penultimate thing. to my head, and I have a script in front of me.
1: Even yeah. when, like, say, Casey thought of the idea last week, I knew he was going to do it. Yeah. It's in my journal. Wait, are, right. you the, are
4: you the director of The Truman Show? <laughs> what?
5: Um, <laughs> so who wants to go first And Talk about the I want Dylan to Because yeah, he sure. Fails talking usually So quite funny <laughs> Thanks <laughs> Go on um, then Dylan
2: Well I'd say like My love of music Came in 2012 So um, Nine years ago I think now That's how long I've actually been Playing guitar now um, But get ready So I've a shot It was green <laughs> So you No know, it um, does
3: surprise me What? That it was 2012 when they dropped the fucking trilogy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but (laughs) when I got into them, I
2: found out that they were recording new albums. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, sick. Oh right, so it wasn't
3: the trilogy that got into it. No, no,
2: they were still recording it at that point Mm because it was around like January, February time. Yeah. I don't know why sorry I, was, I know
3: I'm sitting here like okay like, uh, like that has got my approval no, kind of thing right. <laughs> I don't, don't know like why I
2: remember yeah. specific details like that I just do mm. um, but basically um, my uncle has given me his iPhone and he had loads of songs on it mm. he had like green new ones like I think it was like Basket Case, 21 Guns, Boulevard, oh, uh, right. September Ends. Oh, good good mix of stuff. Yeah, then, yeah. Um, so I was like listening to them just on repeat, all them songs. Mm. So, because um, I was living with my grandma at this point, so when I went back over there, I just <coughs> binged through pretty much all their albums and that, and was like, you know, researching the history and that. I just got really obsessed with them. Yeah. And they're pretty much the only band I've listened to for ages. Mm. And then Blink came along. Um, I can't remember how I got into that. It was all the small things. Like I heard that song, I was like, it's quite catchy. (laughs) And then Light Green Day, I got really heavily into them as well. Um, Mm. And then. Through, through Blink and Green Day, I just kind of found other punk bands.
3: Mm. Did Did you listen to any music before that? Um, did you Even if you were like, big musicians the bands that you were like into? like, when
2: I was about artists. eight or seven or whatever, or, yeah. around that age, I actually did well start a band originally, oh. but I didn't really understand, you know, that it would take hard work, because I was quite mm. young. And I did try and go to guitar lessons, but at that point, my... Mm. I just couldn't concentrate on anything at that point. Mm. Um, but I guess finding
3: point, something that you yeah. really loved then gave you a direction. Yeah, it was too. weird
2: because at that point I wanted it to be like kind of like Beatles style. Right. Oh right. Like yeah. I was really into. So you were Beatles. already into the Beatles. Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah that's good. To well, be I'd always kind of like bands like on. the
2: Beatles and the Who. Yeah. Because, oh, brilliant. Because um, yeah. my mum and sister listened to bands like that. Mm. Um, so I kind of always had listen to music, and I quite liked yeah. Michael Jackson a lot as well. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until Green Day that I actually just wanted to make something out of music. Oh, I remember the first songs I wrote as well. Because um, <laughs> well, at the time, I didn't used to actually write riffs, I used to just write lyrics. And I wrote like one fair song lot. when I was in a detention. <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, but that was like the very first song. Yeah, I'm laughing because when I was like seven or eight,
1: I uh, Got like a you know sweet little guitar. Yeah. Didn't know how to play guitar then, so it was just open strings. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. like. I mean, that's
2: how I. sound it was when I first. I had
1: like a few songs, and you look back now, some of them songs real depressing. One was I said hello to myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I said hello to myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, there's one called Rhino's a Radical. I remember <laughs> that one? And then the one me my brother wrote where it was I'm playing my old banjo. I think I'm in the wrong show. <laughs> I think I'm supposed <laughs> to be
4: over there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, There's some real them. melody in all of those. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah that's cool. I remember like, not understanding tablature because I don't know why.
2: Oh yeah, I know.
4: I'm just but like, when, when I picked up the guitar, I just felt like, I, I didn't understand the concept of chords and you could just strum a chord mm. and then have a song. Like I just thought every note had to be different each mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And like so like I think I was looking at like a basket case like tab. And mm-hmm. stuff just, oh, yeah. just had the power chords in each bit. I just kept changing it on the thing was like, Oh why well, doesn't that sound right? Well, <laughs> just-
2: you know, basket case was like the first power chord song I learned. Mm-hmm. So Time cool. Life was like the first like open chord. and then basket case was the first power chord type song. Because um, <laughs> I was doing music in year ten eleven. So, <laughs> so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right,
1: this yeah, one was yeah, really yeah, like dark, it was a. Uh, I'm hanging on a wall. And the lyric was, I'm hanging on the wall and everybody knows. Oh, <laughs> my <Thank> God.
2: This <laughs> would like seven or eight. <laughs> Although, to be fair, like, I, I had quite... Like, to be fair, though, when you are young, sometimes you do get, like, just... You just think of right depressing shit. Remember the first song I, I, I ever wrote... just uh, putting uh, words together. Uh, fair enough. The
5: first song I ever wrote, like, lyric-wise was about a fat boy <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what the melody was but the chorus was just like scary fat boy running down the street I, like I thought
1: meant like the nuclear
5: bomb
1: and <laughs> that was an yeah, yeah. I, I, no,
4: no. I think I wrote a song that was kind of like a fat man that one it was kind of like really cl- cl- classic rock and stuff it was kind of like Stuff mm. Like drifting to hell on a biodegradable boat.
3: <laughs> biodegradable.
4: <though. laughs>
3: wow. I don't know why. Wow. Because <coughs> um, hell's eco-friendly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to move on to Ed? You've kind of alluded to hmm? some of the stuff that you learn early on. So, mm. what, what were you listening to? What 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 inspired you to fuck Um... <laughs> Dead, dead,
1: dead. You always sound like you just
3: not ready for it. Didn't think I'd be
2: talking he on this next episode. He, oh. he literally just did the oh, um, yeah, yeah. podcast. Oh no.
4: <laughs> Like I'm like do I do my homework on the bus here, like like school. <laughs> um Yeah, so I'm thinking like proper early days. I think my dad used to get um I think he has some like sort of subscription. Where they're just sending, like, a random CD. Oh, cool. Every, like, week on them for whatever. So I got got quite exposed to quite a lot of different styles of music early on. Even though I kind of sort of rejected it later on, I mm-hmm. think. So, like, some of the early stuff sort of like, shit like Coldplay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, like, a CD of the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that random or something, do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Between them. Or, like, they have, like there was into a lot, lot of old music like 70s and 60s collection and there's like mm. a 60s the first 60s CD was quite influential I think yeah because mm. like there's quite a lot of experimentation back in the 60s were not there mm. in mm. terms of like sounds and stuff <laughs> but, what? what did you say? less rules. Yeah, oh, I, I thought you said know. mushrooms and stuff that's
2: what I <laughs> experimentation I mean, in the that 60s. that was part of it probably in the 60s more, more important than the rules <laughs> what's that <laughs> more important than the rules in the 60s
3: yeah um, it's good that you had such an eclectic mix mm. of stuff like so you had like the 60s stuff but then like contemporary stuff as well you know if you heard like uh, yeah Coldplay alongside like
4: yeah, I think, the, well, the, the boom was the 90s as well, wasn't they? Like, no, cause I, like, the Verve and, like... Yeah. yeah. And the Oasis. Oh, right. But then, obviously, I like... The Verve. I didn't I didn't take in them bands. Mm. Like, so, I kind of sewed it up subconsciously. Mm. Cause I think you only kind of re- rediscover, like, that music later on, but it was kind of like... It was sort of the music that was all being played around. Yeah, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, my dad was a big <coughs> Oasis fan, of
4: that? Mm. And he wanted it wasn't until later when I thought actually I'll give him a listen mm. well mm. My, my, da- my dad fucking hates all them bands anyway like, I think mm. I, there's like I think probably Nirvana or something would come on TV or something just turn off oh really <laughs> yeah. I'd be like oh mm. that's fucking cool mm. but I didn't realise how cool them bands were until like like high school years and stuff like that mm. when mm. I was kind of reintroduced to it but um, I mean like I think my dad's favourite band was like U2 Mm-hmm. But you, can, you kind of don't realize how much of a jerk they are until <laughs> you get older. Mm-hmm. And um, people are like, "Oh, you two are fucking shit." Yeah. Mm.
2: There are though, that <laughs> I think they have had some pretty good records. Like it's it's more like their recent stuff where they started to become a jerk. Yeah, but like if you look at like their early albums, like. Joshua Tree, I, I quite like. There that was, album a lot. There I was gonna yeah. obviously do it later,
1: but there was one of my first loves. Yeah, yeah, there are actually I quite was, a good I band. I was addicted to you. So.
2: Like, um, I had like
1: a video a thing with all the music videos, and I used to watch. My, my dad
2: had it, and I used to watch more. Yeah, <laughs> you mm. know, um, the, like Joshua Tree was a massive influence on We Don't Need to Whisper by mm. mm. Ava. Oh, like, yeah, that was really that, that was pretty much all they listened to. Mm. John it's all like the yeah. and
4: stuff like that. Yeah. Like the they do have really some cool. good
2: songs, yeah. yeah but, but like, um, yeah, like
1: now I'm just a little bit. I'm like,
2: like uh, where the <laughs> streets have no name is one of my favorite songs because yeah, really that is yeah. a really epic opener. With or without you, mm. with or without you's great.
1: It's like I mean, obviously I listen to them on repeat all the time. They're stuck in my head, so when they come on, I still know the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a
4: bit like, I, bit I like uh,
2: Sunday Boy Sunday as well, mm. like, and like, cause like, that's like that's quite a post-punky. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, like it's obviously about a lot of the, 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 the Irish yeah, stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were um, very
3: political in a lot of the
4: early stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But yeah a lot yeah. more punk well, than they are now. And then yeah. you look at the newer songs, like, one of the songs is like Sexy Boots. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: yeah. It's like, fuck.
2: Yeah, it, I, I've not been a fan. Like, um, last full album I remember, they dropped in 2017 and had like maybe three good songs, I don't know. Mm.
1: What was but, that album where. Everyone was forced to have it on the phone. I
2: can't remember the name. It, I don't think it was Sons of Injustice. I just don't understand how <laughs>
1: thought that was a good marketing campaign. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you have to have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so it's good. If, you just yeah. get
4: it for free. Yeah. Because it's like, you if, can't if, delete if it.
2: anything, <laughs> that's going like, to make them. Yeah. more pissed off mm. but yeah like i don't know joshua tree is probably my favorite album by him because it's got like the most songs i'll listen to
4: i i i think a better album is probably when they tried to reinvent themselves than that is mm. which but they did album? a chung baby because oh. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. they kind of went a bit more like psychedelic and a bit funkier
3: right and yeah. kind of added yeah. these like so strange when, when elements to the sound go? when did I think, mm. she move? when they do so what? So yeah. Uh, what got you into playing, Leonard? Mm. Like, what mm. inspired you? Anything particular?
4: Nothing I can remember to start off with. Mm. I think I've always just enjoyed music, because mm. yeah. it's something you can just listen to, yeah, on your own and with people. I guess so. It's mm. like I think mm. it's quite communicative in that way. I remember doing like a lot of like karaoke when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I think people thought it was cute because I was like a little kid just doing. <laughs> Get getting up on the pub and just singing. I think I think I, I remember singing like, do you know that you, because you are gorgeous that song? <laughs> uh, <"Nads."> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all, all our pub ones <laughs> <laughs> But like it, when you listen two I get to it now. It's like the song, the lyrics on it is so weird, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think well, I said earlier the first album I ever bought was Green Day's Mercury Idiot, mm. and the second one I bought was Gorillaz' Demon Days. But it's kind of like yeah, a yeah. flip between the two. Cause they both had them in uh, the shop near Martin, mm-hmm. which is like Summerfield. Just yeah. like a, they don't even exist anymore, do they? But mm-hmm. It's just like a supermarket just in the town, in mm-hmm. the town square. When I moved to Hazel. Um, and yeah, I think I only got the Mercury one first, just because I knew more songs on it. Cause it, I think just the album just came out recently. Yeah. And so they're just
2: playing all the music videos for. Uh, do you have like a specific band that made you want to play guitar? That or is it like kind of all the things you've been talking about? Um, I don't know. I guess I always wanted to do music. Mm.
4: Maybe it's the reason. I don't know. Like yeah. I didn't really come from a very musical family. Mm. Like no, I don't think anyone in my family plays music. No. At all um, Like I've always liked to sing, even though I'm pretty yeah. sure doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you're bad at it. But I, I eventually picked up. A guitar, like I saved up mm. like, on my paper round money for the year, and like I think my parents like chipped in as well, and went to like Bad Dog Music, got the mm. got oh, the amp and the, the amp dog. guitar set up squire shit, you know what mm. I mean? With the mm. them cheap little shit Fender amps mm. everyone <laughs> has in their rooms, and yeah. then yeah, well, quite quite a lot of my music kind of like kept changing and shaping into different ways. And I think m- m- mostly just based on, like, whatever other, like, the gala fans liked, do you know what I mean? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Just, like, whatever all the, all the goth kids were listening to, do you know what I mean? What, what you kind of go from there is, like, you kind of look at the influences of them bands, and that's mm. kind of when I kind of deep-dive further into, like, like, older music, and I'm yeah. still digging mm. kind of thing. So that's when I started getting into, like, the Misfits and, like, Black Flag. Mm. Misfits mm. are awesome. And just, like... Its All the, all the bands that influenced everyone's favorite bands now, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's kind of like going back in reverse and Re- reverse engineering mm-hmm. how them yeah, bands yeah. sound and how they think. I think that's kind of where I found my love of like dissecting music in general mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of found like how these elements were created and how like bands like formulated these different sounds into things. I'll, I'll do that all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> And then I think I I think I got into punk and hardcore for quite a while, as well as like a bit of like, the Cure and like Dismiss and stuff. Cure okay, were good, but then like proper hated like electronic music for ages. And I just mm. don't know how to do why. Mm. Yeah. Like you, you kind of get a bit, <laughs> a, <laughs> for some reason it's got like a bit of a snobbishness about. Yeah. like, mm. I think you do. Just learn to grow out of it a little bit and kind of just appreciate. Like, do you know what? I just like music and I kind of like every a bit of everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now I think my my taste is like way more broader. Mm -hmm. and I can't can't just think of it like I think I can't remember who exactly said it I think it was something like Brent Frost or something it was like a composer he said um, music's a lot like a diet Mm -hmm. and then what you consume has like an effect on like how you create and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and like I kind of thought like well I just want the most varied diet possible
3: so should we go on to you then Casey well I I don't know because like when I was growing up we didn't really have um I don't know. Like, I wasn't that aware of artists as such. Like, growing up, I just heard stuff on the radio. Like, that was Mm -hmm. basically it. My mum would have the radio on all the time, like, loads. And I just liked what I liked, do you know what I mean? But even when I did like stuff, I didn't generally know who the artist was. I didn't really know what it was I was listening to. Basically, Franz Ferdinand was the first band where I, I, I like, heard their stuff and thought, right, I want to buy their album. I want to go see right. this band live, do you know what I mean? And I didn't even get the chance, unfortunately, to see them live, but yeah. um, it was like the first band where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm into this band, I'm a fan of this band, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and my dad, like, realising, like I was getting into like indie guitar music, um, he bought me a double pack of Blair albums. It was um, 13 and Think Tank in a twin pack. I, I just, and then I, I played the hell out of those, but uh, even those were like more experimental Blair albums, you know, yeah, a little yeah. later on, which um, I think that was really great that I got those two specifically because, like, my dad was like a DJ as well. So the thing is, I'd hear a lot, like, a wide variety of music because of that. He'd be playing everything from like house music, like predominantly house music, but, he, he, but then he'd play all sorts of stuff. Like, he'd play, um, like uh hip hop but like even quite obscure hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um when he found out I was getting into punk and emo, he starts introducing me to like who's Do and squirrel bit oh, and stuff good, yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like because uh, you know, he'd kind of been through that as a phase and like not that like eventually he stopped liking that music. He's he still liked it and listened to it even. But, you know, he'd gone um when he got into house music and into like the rave scene and stuff I really started I I started getting into electronic music um because like for example when when I got into the Chemical Brothers I started listening to like I think I got that album um Galvanize uh no Push the Button is the album isn't it Galvanize Mm. is like the lead single I got that album and then yeah my dad bought me quite a few of their albums because he was already familiar you know he'd already liked them for years and uh yeah, so 2004, Franz Ferdinand's debut, and I'm getting into guitar music, and like I'm start listening to Blair, and then but at the same time, listening to Chemical Brothers and Gorillas, and like more experimental stuff. But um, then, 2005, they dropped the second album right before I went on the French Exchange. So I'm listening to Franz Ferdinand's second album for like like on a coach around France for like a week, like non-stop because you know this is portable CD player days yeah, yeah. MP3 players were like brand new and really expensive so I didn't have one just yet I think I got one like probably about a year later but um like my Walkman, literally oh yeah but um so I had like I think mine was like a little Sony Walkman or something CD player but and this is the big thing so
4: the horrible skip on the CD is fucking... Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When yeah, you go yeah, for a speedball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, French Exchange, I'm there for like a week, and I took my portable CD player, Franz Ferdinand's second album, and forgotten my CD case with all my CDs. So, all my Razor Light, Libertines, <laughs> like, all that other indie stuff, and, and the Chemical Brothers, and, like, so, like, all the stuff I was listening to, all I had to listen to was that new Franz Ferdinand album, which was great, because... It was new out, it was pretty fresh, you know, so it was like, it wasn't like I was tired of listening to it, you know. But I had, you know, a bit of spending money and we went to like this, you know, those French hypermarkets, you know on I mean? the European hypermarkets, they're fucking huge, and they had American Idiot. And I'd heard a few songs on the radio and obviously like liked them, do you know what I mean? I, and I knew, like, the singles off that album, and I was like oh you know I do, I do quite like the sound of that I'll buy the album because then I've got another CD to listen to do you know what I mean which and one does it again American Idiot yeah so literally we get back on the coach I pop Fr- Franz Ferdinand out and put I have to put that in because I forgot my CD case so I put that in the American Idiot case the second Franz Ferdinand album pop the CD yeah. in play it and I'm like, oh yeah, American Idiot, I like this song, you know, a bit of a banger, but I'm reading the lyrics book as well, like, on the coach, and, like, American Idiot has, like, the, you know, the A has, like, the anarchy symbol for the A, and I'm like, oh, shit, so, so these are kind of, I guess, like, a modern-day punk band, do you know what I mean? Like, this is, because, li- like, I know nothing, I know nothing at this point, do you know what I mean? And, like, fucking Jesus of Suburbia drops, and it's like, I had no idea, obviously, that the album was a rock opera, and I'm I'm there, on this coach in the middle of France, having the fucking time of my life, <laughs> like, and this is nine minute fucking exploration of everything I'm feeling as like a 15 year old kid who's like bullied like fuck for no reason just because you don't fit in, like, and then like, and then the rest of the album goes off from there, and I was just like, shit, I guess like I'm into punk now. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and punk is so much more <laughs> than. Like- no, that, that was it. no but that was it literally <laughs> that was it I was like shit like yeah. and punk is so much more than I ever understood like this this has changed my life I knew in that moment that that moment had changed my life do you know what I mean yeah. it was a life changing moment and then like you said you know that whole thing of like um, not knowing about the back catalogue you just like uh, like most people I spoke to Thought Green Day were a new band because obviously they hadn't been like a really? massive name for a yeah. long time, like they'd had especially, the old hit every in now, the now UK then.
1: As well. But then,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, um, the funny thing was, oh, what was it I got next? Yeah, a mate of mine uh told me uh about international for super, super hits. hits. He was yeah. like, Oh, I've got this international super hits, like, you should get that. It's another Green Day album. I was like, Oh, like no way kind of thing oh that must have been the first one like sort of shit you know what i mean <laughs> bought that and um because that was like a best love album i was like shit i know this song i know that song i know that song like i grew up hearing these on the radio and i always loved these songs but that same thing again that we we're all about elliot like having no idea that they were by the same artist and i'm like there's so much variation there there's like everything from longview through to like yeah, like, Hitching a Ride.
2: And um, Warning. Yeah, Brainstew. Warning.
3: Brain Stew. Like, so much variation. And I was like... And hearing, like, Longview yeah, for the and first there was also, time. Um, and just thinking, what yeah, the there was fuck? Like, right, that bass yeah. line. And Maria, yeah, um, Maria Pop was a Rocks great banger Kirk. on that. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was, it was Jar on there? Um, yeah,
4: yeah Jar, Jar was on was there, there, yeah. yeah, yeah and Mr. And it, Day Day Yeah, Mr. Day Parade. That was on there as well.
3: So that's the thing, and I was just like, holy shit, like... So not only is this band fucking awesome now like they've been doing this like a while because also so when I bought International Super Hits the sleeve inside had uh, the back catalogue you know a little flyer for the back catalogue but only as far back as Dookie because obviously it was Ripreeze Records so it was only as far back as Dookie and so then it was like I'd, I'd save up my pocket money um, get another Green Day i go to HMV get another Green Day album <coughs> and like literally so like bought the whole back catalogue like right back to Dookie and then really mad thing is like so like I said I'd been on the French exchange when I bought American Idiot and I guess it was a few over the next few months bought the whole back catalogue as far back as Dookie completely unaware that they had two albums before that and when my French exchange partner came to stay here in the UK. One of the trips that we, we went on with, like, the school was to York. We just went for a day out in York. So, like, the idea was the French kids learnt a bit of history. Did that fucking happen? No, of course it fucking didn't. We all just went to Pizza Hut and... <laughs> remember Ice Cream Factory? I remember having an Ice Cream Factory that day. We all got so sick from, like, eating ice cream and then having to get on the coach and stuff. So anyway, went in HMV in York. And this is Green Day album I've never seen before. And it was like 1039 smoothed out slappy hours and I was like, How many fucking like albums does this band have? <laughs> I thought I had them all by now, you know what I mean? Bought it, listened to that <laughs> see, on the like, coach again. So do you know what I mean? Like going from like so in the middle of France listening to like their latest album on a CD like Sony Walkman or whatever, to like when the French Exchange kids were here, I'd finally found their first album and I'm listening to that and I'm like it's so fucking different like the journey this band has been on they've covered so much ground in, in their career but everything's great like I was loving the first album as well and um and then found out about the whole Kaplunk thing um well Lookout Records Gilman Street started getting into Off Ivy started getting into Rancid and other punk bands uh Pinhead Gunpowder mm. like like the, the, the Gilman scene the East Bay punk scene yeah. and uh yeah, that, that was just massive as well, to find out that, like, there was a whole community of people that were making... Like, not only felt the same way, but made great music as well. The, um, I found that, like, the Gilman fantastic.
2: scene and that kind of showed the range of punk. Yeah. Because, yeah. obviously... They just encouraged it, anything. Like, it, you know? like, in the 70s, you know, in the UK, it was all, like, leather jackets yeah. and mohawks mm, and that. Mm. And they did kind of look cool, you know. Mm. But then, like... You had the East beer punk scene. There'd be mm. people that look nerdy, but they're mm. in punk bands. Mm. You know. Like. I think
1: I think that's the difference
2: between like,
1: yeah, you know, people like from the UK. Mm. Mm. Um, always when I think when it happened to me as well, like when you were punk, you just because it was the UK thing, you just think of the seventies stuff.
3: Completely, yeah. The was, thing is, um, British media to this day that's all they ever show you. Yeah. That's all they ever show you when you see TV specials on punk. These days, on on the BBC or mm. whatever, it's all the UK shit. And it's like the might get like the Ramones might get a passing mention. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's about
2: it. And
1: then you don't learn anything about like the eighties punk and no. stuff like that. Yeah, but I think if you an American, you'd probably know that. Yeah, it's like you don't yeah, learn yeah,
2: about yeah, yeah. Susie and the Banshees as well because they were quite a big part in the whole. Punk, yeah, punk completely. Thing. Like, yeah, and Blondie. Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? They technically a punk band. <laughs> Like, and then like people don't really know about I mean? a lot of bands like GBH and all that yeah. as well. Like those car kind of bands, like that... yeah. I think GBH were like a hardcore type punk band that I was like oh, yeah, very hardcore. Hard I, hard 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 hard. hard, I think I like the UK media yeah. seems to forget that hardcore punk
1: exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the
3: the 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 thing is the whole like punk's not dead thing. It's like the UK media acts like it is mm. like like it was something that happened once, only here in the UK really and wasn't a big thing and it's like you know and then you look in 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 like the states rolling stone magazine who yeah all right they're very hit and miss but they called the ramones the second most influential band of all time Mm, after the beatles and it's like the fucking where the amount of bands that the ramones inspired the amount of artists that they inspired to just just do their thing the amount of fanzines that kicked off just because bands like the Ramones yeah. were doing something, you know what I
1: mean? The yesterday. Go on. Then. We got the name from it was Paul McCartney's um, pseudonym. Somebody, you know when he was like booking restaurants or something. Oh like. really? Called, that it, was his. It was under, it was, it'd be under Paul Ramone
2: ah, That's how they got the name. Yeah. Do you know that's what, cool. I thought
4: as well. I thought it was interesting. Like, it was actually influenced by classical music. Mm. The, yeah, the, quite the, liked the, her. They wanted the beat guitars beat to sound like, well. like orchestras. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that's why they're like the power chords, the distortion. Mm-hmm. It sounds so full, I think. Because yeah, 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 they want yeah, it to sound yeah. like they want to create of sound, but with just guitars. Yeah. Mm.
2: I think they're quite like Beach Boys as well. well they yeah. yeah. loved like, the rennets, the didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You always and, get like
4: one kid with a Remorse t shirt. I think you've got a story about it as well, haven't you? Oh, fuck like, me like, they never even heard of it. Oh, yeah. Right, so <laughs> yeah.
3: For, oh, I'm glad this, this story is coming. Some
1: podcast. Can, oh, can I just say the public because yeah, it's a yeah. similar story go it's on. similar with Nirvana isn't it and I remember yeah. when I was like 16 or 17 17 maybe fair similar streets I yeah. and then uh, me and my mate Josh was walking for town and then some drunk guy was like Nirvana name me one more song by Nirvana thinking that I wouldn't know any, so I went sent the and went ooh nice one uh, <laughs> so
3: um, this was back probably f- Six seven years ago, um, I was with Nigel flying a gig outside Welly because Welly had this night on. Um, I can't remember what night it was, but it was billed as like a punk night, just a, just a DJ night, like, club night. You know what I mean? But playing like punk and alternative stuff. And Nigel had this this gig coming up at Delphi, like a punk gig. Um, can't remember what the gig was, but. They had to deal with the bouncers giving us shit, like, Nigel got a glass of water thrown over him, like, all sorts of shit. Like, was, what about the bouncers? Yeah, yeah, they're just, Kicking you off. know, absolute knobheads. Mm. But, um, they see it as, like, encroaching t- on their territory. It's like...
4: up as well, are they've taken all oh, the drugs well, yeah, off of yeah. them,
3: Fucking pricks. But, um, anyway... At one point, so, like, you know, we're handing out these slides, people are just, like, ignoring, like, not even taking it out of your hand, like, not even making eye contact, like, you're not there, do you know what I mean? Um, but this one kid gets out of taxi in a Ramones t-shirt, with a couple of his mates and that, but I spotted him, I thought, oh, right, okay, he's a Ramones fan. It, like, you know, he might actually be interested. I went over and I was like, um, are you interested in, like, seeing any live music? You know, I see your Ramones shirt and that. And he kind of looked at me like, like confused I hand him the flyer and goes, was oh what type of music is it I said no it's punk and he goes oh punk and, like laughs and throws it on the floor a kid in a fucking Ramones <laughs> t-shirt and this was six or seven years ago people think it's bad now oh, it's like go. it's been bad for fucking ages <laughs> like branding uh, is, is killing punk um, you know like the, the media like ignoring the fact that it ever happened and it's still happening is kind of it's, it's difficult people don't realise that it's going on. It's just, it's, it's very yeah. underground, you know? It, it's, yeah. um, I remember, so like by the time I was like sort of 17, 18, like going out a bit more, going to clubs and like drinking underage when I shouldn't have been, shit like that. But like going to gigs, I, I'd go to anything that was like even like builders punk. Like I went to see like Towers mm. of London because they were meant to be a punk band and shit like that, do you know what I mean? It's like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed myself. Uh, Yeah, I was only like 15 or 16, like fucking hammered, you know what I mean? uh, And that was at Welly, you know, Towers of London at Welly, and that was a crazy show because I'm like, at least I got a taste of like the the big fucking laugh that was like punk music at the time, do you know what I mean? It it was very, uh, I don't know, I think it was kind of all...
4: It was parodying itself. It was, it? it
3: was by that point. But then i started like like my friend abby was a singer songwriter and i started just going to her gigs because you know and she played like you know just a bunch of covers and some of her originals which were kind of like goth orientated and that but um then she she like played on bills with like indie bands like whole indie bands and i was like oh there's actually you know some decent indie bands in all that's cool that kind of thing and then, like, one day, I think I basically saw a flyer for a Misfits tribute band at uh, the Hayward Farms. It was, like, upstairs at Haywa Farms. And I was like, shit, like, that's, that's fucking cool. And I went along to that. And, yeah, there was, like, ten fucking people in the room or something. I remember it being, like, quiet. But, um, like, I took my friend, Luke... Uh, who, like, I was kind of initiating him into punk because he was into, like, loads of heavy metal, do you know what I mean? But I hadn't really heard much punk. But I was getting him right into it. And then, like, uh, Harry from Henrietta Lacks, it was his, like, other band opening, um, his, like, one of his old bands, Beneath the Blaze, and they were an original band. Do you know what I mean? I was like, shit, there is original punk actually happening in this city. There's no one fucking here, but I don't care. I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna find out about other punk bands and come to other punk shows. Yeah, and like, he was
4: really influenced by like the American stuff, like American Nightmare. Yeah, and stuff oh, yeah, yeah.
3: You definitely heard that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you
4: obviously did. You did. You didn't really think there was like a scene for that. Yeah, but
3: well, well, they're people, listening to like the songs they recorded back then. They were talking about their life experience. That's the yeah. thing. Like, you hear the influence from, like over the pond but like it was it was good hearing people talking about what it was like growing up in hull do you know what i mean i'm like okay so someone's actually talking about what life is like for us every day it's like yeah it was really cool so that that was really really influential i in me. And that was what that was around the sort of time i was like right maybe i could pick up a guitar and, mm. and play because yeah. like
4: so quite a long longer process than probably a lot of other people
3: basically yeah so yeah then finally moved to hull yeah started jamming with actual punks and eventually, like like that didn't work out because we could never find a drummer basically. But then I'd actually got a, a, a bit of material together, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, started jamming at the Warren with like Danny and Chris and started right. Nothing's Happening. Basically.
2: Okay, so Nothing's Happening was kind of your first punk that band. That was the band,
3: first band I ever gigged with. Yeah, and you know, your first I wouldn't say. Band. I wouldn't really say it was my oh. first punk band, no. Mm-hmm. Um, the okay. one, the Skanksy and the Dried Banana Chips. Uh, we yeah. were a ska punk band. Right, okay. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skanksy and the Dried
2: Banana Chips, yeah. come on. I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to pump hearing pump yours, Nick. I don't know why. I've got most,
1: yeah. What is Dried Banana Chips? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably got the most embarrassing start, my first big love was Cliff Richard. Alright. Not wrong Thanks, with that. Sir. My
2: grandma I mean, used to be a massive fan of Cliff Richard, and then I converted her to Green Day. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like gay
4: conversion therapy in that I oh right. <laughs> converted
3: oh to <laughs> Green Day. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Make yeah. the choice, yeah. Grandma. Billy <laughs> or Cliff? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my It sounds a bit like Billy Joel. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, what songs does Cliff Richard do anyway? I can't, can't think. We're all going on a <laughs> summer holiday. Classic, classic. hey, uh, <laughs> uh, the
1: young ones. Don't want to uh, be yeah, an American idiot. Ones. But, hey, uh, yeah, I used to watch his videos because he would films <laughs> as well. Wake me
4: up when <laughs> <laughs> September
1: <laughs> ends. Oh, <yeah.
5: laughs> Oh. Well, baby, baby, it's fuck time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs>
5: um, sorry.
1: Yeah, I think it was my mum liked him. Yeah. And then, so I was like, oh, I've watched that. Again. Tattoos and
3: memories. <laughs> Fuckstar. <in> <laughs> sorry. I, I, it works. Bam, bam. But, but what about like, holiday mixed
4: with it. <laughs> Like Green Day Holiday.
3: Bang, bang goes the broken glass man. Kill all the facts that don't agree.
4: <laughs> Trials by fires, steady fires, (laughs) not a way
3: that's meant for me. (laughs) Just cause, yeah, yeah, just cause, 'Cause. because we're
4: outlawed, yeah. Like
2: I've lost the
5: cliff (laughs) (laughs) bit. just singing Green Day. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. right, yeah.
2: Cliff was like um, one that my grandma really liked. Um, and then I like most
1: as well because i a massive Motown fan, yeah like I said earlier got into, I can't remember how I got into but just did and then yeah and then there was like two games in particular which like opened my world to like more modern like rock and stuff please do Tony Hawk's underground no, no, no. Uh, um, it Tony was, Hawk's pro-skater thank you very much <laughs> um, it was FIFA 04 which had, Oh, uh, like, yeah. They the always Indian had great music. soundtracks, yeah. yeah. But that one had, like, older music on as well, like mm. the jam, Stone Roses, mm, mm. Uh, stuff like that. Stone Roses um, were quite and good. So, and, like, foreign music as well. Mm. I, I can't a, remember the band, but there was, like, some German
2: band on there. I saw a jam tribute band at bear like, last yeah. year, I think, mm-hmm. or oh, 2019. They were pretty good. Um, yeah, and the other game was
1: Gran Turismo for... Which had probably the best yeah, soundtrack. charisma. Uh, did you do for
4: Project Gotham Racing? Yeah, like two of them. Mm. Like that had like the U's and shit on it. It was like fucking oh, really? sick yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Mm. Well,
1: Guns N' Roses, like thrash. Uh, ah, Queen of Stone Age, Eagle of death metal. Oh, uh, I think it had Kasabian on as well. Because Kasabian ended up becoming one of my favorite bands for a little bit. Um, yeah, all that music and but that one like the when I started to love it but I was like "Oh, I like this music and then I think when I started watching like the music channels and became a mosher basically <laughs> like, like Slipknot and all that stuff yeah. um, but then I think the changing point was uh, my brother got into Foo Fighters they introduced me into it I was like oh actually I'll prefer this to metal mm. and then you know like then started to like they the, made it what I liked before like off them games, which I thought sort I of didn't listen to anymore when I was like into the, like the metal stuff. I started to listen to that again, and I was like, oh yeah, I, I actually because I, I think back in like when you were <coughs> early like high school, it's sort of like more image based. So it was like mm-hmm. I was a mosher, but so I had to, I had to like mosher things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah, um, I, I know what you mean. But then, yeah, then you start to become a bit more individual, don't you? So yeah, then, yeah. Um, but then, see, my brother didn't like Nirvana, but I thought, but you know, when I was reading upon Dave Grohl, I was like, oh, who's in this band called Nirvana. Who are them? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just proper, proper got into Nirvana. And I think that was even though I loved Throw Fighters. I think Nirvana's like, it's more the lyrics resonated, and because I was, I was having. Guitar since since I was like
0: twelve,
1: mm. um, but then I was off, off like off and on it, and I never really even though I I liked doing it. I never thought I'd actually end up wanting to be in a band weirdly, mm-hmm. um, but then yeah, when the and that, and I simple the songs was as well. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, I, I really want to do, this. and I, that sort of co- coincided with getting into the Beatles as well and going oh, yeah. that full like deep dive into the Beatles and
2: see, so, yeah. I and I think I,
4: I, I think I got, like, that uh Learn to Play Nirvana DVD. Oh, yeah. but like, teaches you how to play on the Nirvana song. Like, yeah, quite, yeah. It has, like, five songs, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and, and um, then, thinking now, I think I got into Beatles because my guitar teacher was, you know... Well, I found out in my last year, I was like, why didn't I fucking listen to this guy more? So, he was but into what, what, Beatles.
4: what guitar teacher doesn't
1: love the Beatles? Um, yeah, but... It seems is, like quite guy, like... like he's he's quite called like, Mr. Matheson, and they... Uh, he was a proper eccentric guy to the point <laughs> where you're like now I look back and think I bet he did a lot of LSD <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I ended up learning that he actually worked at the Apple um, yeah. you know t- you know the Beatles thing uh, he worked there in the, right. in the shop in the fa- fashion shop in the 60s oh uh, yeah
2: fucking yeah. Uh, hell but awesome. I didn't learn
1: it in the last year and I was like oh why weren't I into music like properly uh, early and then learn all this yeah, but um, yeah. but yeah, but I think it was more Nirvana which which was like the eye opener I was like I wanna I wanna do this, you know. Um, but then I threw a lot to Dave Grohl because I think a lot of my great music loves is through Dave Grohl. Mm. And like like I said earlier about the tree, and then branching off yeah. like who, they into who, who that, were they um, inspired, who they with and all that, that like worships who's could do. Who, so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, he's obviously but, featured with
3: yeah, the, the, the punk stuff, like stuff that, was like
2: from Dave Grohl and Nirvana, and then yeah. going to the eighties, hardcore. That. Is, is that mm. where like your love for Queens of Stone Age came from as well? Because he was with yeah, briefly one day. Yeah,
1: like well, like they was on that game soundtrack. Oh. Oh. So, so you already, you're but I didn't really. I, I, I knew the song. I think it was uh, what well, no one knows. It was go with the flow. <coughs> I knew the song, but I didn't really know the band. And then when I was going and obviously no one else was on TV and stuff yeah, yeah. I remember but seeing then, that on TV and being like
2: that's Dave girl, <laughs>
1: yeah but then like yeah through Dave Grohl I visited Queen of Stone again and I was like oh sh-, and listened to songs for the deaf and I was like
2: oh, I know this song it was off Grants of the 4 and then so aside from 617 where you win bands yeah I was yeah. in I, I was
1: cursed really because all the bands that I was in it was like well I was in like school ones but mm. like it was always, like, getting a few songs and then just end up just fading away and stuff <laughs> like that. Mm. But, yeah, um, but going on from school, like, when I went to college and that, and then, obviously, the state of mind, but I was in it at the time. And I, I think, did I mention this last week? About uh, when I first did, because I loved the Johnny Cash version of Hurt. And then I, oh, yeah. And I was, like... Who's nice fills then? Chicks I was like, fucking shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but then uh That's so when funny. I was getting into the um you know, getting into like properly into music like with the Nirvana and that. And again through Dave Gold I was like, Oh he drummed on this album. And I think I found that I started listening to With Teeth and then With
4: Teeth's a good gateway, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Channels. Especially if you're into like rock and alternative rocking yeah. stuff. Um but then, like, uh, then also, I loved that film Wanted and Every Day is exactly, exactly the Same. same yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know this. And then, yeah, so that, that went from there. And that's how then I got, when I was in college, got obsessed with them. But then again, yeah, a lot of just offshoots. I think then I got into post rock as well at the same time. So I went into HMV and the Mo- Mogwai album Rave Tapes was on. And that's when I was getting into uh, Irish Nails. I was like, oh, it's sort of like electronic rock stuff. Who's this? And I asked and said, Mogwai so I listened to the album then branched off into all the like post rock stuff as well Um but yeah that's about it really mm-hmm. and then like I said it's always like links and and but did you
3: say when, so when you were in HMV mm. you saw stuff like Mogwai you, you,
1: it was on the speakers
3: yeah oh uh, right sorry I you know. I thought you meant you literally just like took a chance on a CD because uh, looked cool no, no, no. or yeah. something like I was going to say that would be a mad way to like really get into something
1: <laughs> yeah that's how they did it back in the day though didn't we mm. An interview yeah. with Josh Homme where he were saying like they used to just used to look at album covers and go oh, that was cool Check uh, out yeah. sometimes it, it worked sometimes it didn't but yeah,
3: I remember listening stations back at you know mm. like Virgin Megastore and stuff like that where it was oh, yeah, like, you'd literally that, yeah. like they'd have like like Five CDs like pre-selected that you can I listen to on the it. headphones and stuff. It's I like, remember
1: going to HMV when they had them, and it was uh, yeah. listen to the Zootsoms. Oh, never! Oh,
3: I loved those albums, yeah. the first two albums. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Max, our special guest. tells your story.
5: Right. Uh, I mean, I suppose kind of differently for me. I did grow up in a really, really musical like household. Well, you um, your dad plays bass in the band. Yeah, it? yeah. Obviously, I've because being born my parents were very much involved in this scene at the time um, when i was born primarily like new metal and uh, just that kind of era i suppose right. so i think and obviously my older brother as well obviously said dana who's always been huge in so I, I think the difference is a lot of people a lot of musicians and i think of probably everyone else in the room by the stories you know a lot of times they're kind of exposed to like the older music, or so the stuff that people grew up with but i was born straight into an older brother and parents who were very much in the know as far as the alternative scene goes obviously. So you know I was raised on, um, I've said it loads of times, the main like albums or bands or whatever, um, obviously Green Day, if, if it just in case we didn't talk about them enough. Who <laughs> um, <Hey>, sorry? <laughs> um, Slipknot because this was around the time of Iowa so obviously mm. they were kind of becoming the big thing in metal. Um. The Prodigy as well. Um, I suppose, like, being quite young around the time of Fat of the Land. So obviously you mm. had, like, uh Breathe and all the big hits. Yeah. Um, and then, as you said earlier, you mentioned Michael Jackson, who was a huge one for me growing yeah, up. Absolutely. Well, like, you, we have spoken about this yeah, before yeah. and you've told me I was that you were obsessed yeah. with Michael Jackson. It was this kind of, like, thing of growing up, having all of the earlier 2000s, late 90s... Yeah. Um, yeah, you because know, that was kind of what I was exposed to first And it was before the industrially gothic stuff It was like loads of like Rancid, Green Day, um, No Doubt and stuff But then also you had your Slipknot Slim Biscuits, and all that all that stuff It was mm. really wide away And then also, as I've mentioned a lot of times, we'll always offend Rihanna has some tunes back <laughs> in the day A lot of different pop stuff was just really like Because it was just that's the thing, I've always been that person Where if I listened to a song and liked it
2: yeah, if you, you never like it, cared. you like it. Yeah, I remember a lot of people have it. Yeah, for, for me, it's just the pop, it depends. I don't really... I like some of the old pop. Yeah.
4: Like, I mean, I, I did have a crush on Rihanna, so... We all did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we did.
5: Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so it was that for years, and then eventually when I kind of started becoming more independent, because obviously, you know, growing up, you've you's kind of just given music and you kind of just digest it, you know? Yeah. But when it but, gets to the point where you actually go out to find something you listen to it was around the time of like there's kind of two sides so I guess it was when the sort of like the metal scene became quite you know like your Parkway Drive Architects um I suppose mm-hmm. even Bring the Horizon back in the day you know all these different bands that became this huge thing and my older brother uh, yeah, <laughs> the Bled <Blaz, laughs> all the the um, Bands <laughs> um, which you hear a lot of in my music <laughs> Um yeah, a lot of that, really. Because I remember growing up, uh, my dad and my brother uh, both had this huge, massive um, disagreement because my dad absolutely despised like all of this new building mm. up of metal. Uh, obviously, the main two were Parkway and Architects, and my brother actually loved them. And then eventually, one day like that, my dad just realised, oh, wait, I love this now, actually. Mm. So my brother made my dad like a little CD Full of like all the best hits. It was around 2011 time, maybe I think, mm. ten or something years ago. And so how I old would you top been in. back then? Would have been just before t- I was ten, I reckon. Mm, mm. Some young and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so it was kind of that. but then also, you know, it's, it's obvious. It was around the time when the whole sleeping with sirens pierce the veil all mm-hmm. that was going mm-hmm. on and being a really young kid obviously at the time i loved it all so it was that um it was this kind of combination of because i still absolutely loved green day and i was still you know this was around the time when i was picking up guitar so i had this kind of clash of mm-hmm. learning power chords learning american, mm-hmm. american idiot songs
3: but local live music wasn't Not going in that. that direction was it That's Not at the all thing. All it was um, like 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 i guess me getting into local live music it, it was just all metal at the time yeah. but it was more traditional metal than mm-hmm. like the tech metal yeah, which exactly. was a little later on but yeah i guess like it's weird in it when you sort of like you're into one thing and then you're kind of getting into another but only certain things are popular locally yeah exactly like, yeah. in the live music exactly, scene yeah. Then that that really does like shape yeah um 100%. a lot of like the stuff that you, the, first off like, what, just what you can go see you know yeah I mean, It's going to have an influence on it. Yes,
5: it was around this time where, as I say, I'm super into Parkway Drive, this was Deep Blue era, I think, which was when they were, supposed like, they were kind of on the pinnacle of the fan base while still being, like, an original.
4: I think it was recorded by, it was on that producer last week who did the tool, was it Joe? Jurassic? Yeah, I think he did stuff with Parkway Drive. Yeah. Mm. It's not about how they all, like, farted into this mic. (laughs) <laughs> like every time and then like eventually gifted in the mic because he was just like I'm not going to use this mic again <laughs> it
2: a bad yeah. um, can, we,
3: can we just intervene here Dylan has just pointed out what that, time uh, is it yeah it's past six o'clock which means
2: yeah. as of recording the, is might the not video, video is out yeah Uh Fetish yeah. by Alfonso Conspiracy featuring Casey Stead
1: who's Casey Stead I
2: don't know I think yeah. he's a guy who doesn't have a fridge mm. Um,
3: so that's yeah. what I'm remembered for. <laughs> I will, I will die. Sad,
5: sad, you know what? So I, 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 I could I'll not, not imagine. Yeah, I could nice not time. imagine. Gravestone like like, will just be a
4: fridge. fridge. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, your body, I mean. body in a fridge. I'll keep
2: rock stars <laughs> in it for you. You know, what I, you know what I was thinking as well, when you were talking about being younger, I can't imagine you without your beard. So I just mm. imagine- like, oh, no, I've like, always had a beard though. Yeah. Since <laughs> you came like out you, the womb. Like <laughs> yeah, i had an image of like, you as a baby with a beard. You think I didn't have a, a beard as a child.
5: The first thing that came out of the womb was his beard, and then the yeah. rest of it. Because you're uh, always
2: bald as well.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my
2: God.
1: laughs>
5: Let's just slide past that one,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you were getting into like that kind of new, me- yeah, not new metal as in like new, like actually, yes.
5: New. So, uh, this was around the time I started playing guitar, I guess, because mm. um, it was about 10 years ago yeah. now.
2: What What age was that then when you started playing guitar?
5: Just before it would have been before I was 10, I was really young, I think, eight, yeah. nine at kind the of time. Um, and you said 10 years, I don't know how old I am now. How old am I? <laughs> <laughs> you are 18. yeah so about 10 years ago I don't what i don't know yeah. times just blown up yeah um, a bit over i think yeah so uh, starting to play guitar. guitar while and like having this mix of trying to play green Day and then also trying to learn i remember the first one was karma by parkway drive which obviously going from you know what i mean it was it was mental but um the different tunings as well in it as well yeah which at the time i did not understand yeah um, yeah was i was a little somewhere um But yeah, like, so that was honestly, and all it was was just this persistence of, I absolutely love these bands. The main song, which I've always said, was These Calls Don't Run by Architects. I just remember the first time hearing that, I've always been super huge on aggressive music and stuff, obviously being raised on Slipknot's self-titled album. Um, But hearing These Calls Don't Run was like, I remember it really well, just that day when that breakdown at the end of it happened. It was like, you know, in the movies, when you get those, like, camera shots that just zooms into someone's face, it was just, like, a nuclear bomb going <laughs> off. I was just sat like, that is the coolest thing I have and will ever hear. To this day, I still think it's, like, the coolest thing ever. Mm. But um, mm. And I remember just going back to room, literally there and then, grabbing my guitar, which was this Squire Strat, which I've had for a few years, covered in stickers. Is it, like, the
2: one that I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. red. Oh, red Uh, one. Uh, My my dad had like a red strap guitar that I used to play before I had my own, and I accidentally broke one of the tuning pegs. I don't think he knows it was me. (laughs) Um, Like to this day, I feel like
3: everyone's first guitar is red. If you were young enough, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like everyone I knew who had a guitar from a young age
5: had a red guitar.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Billy Joe did as well. Though he had like a red acoustic before blue.
5: But yeah, so, running up to my room, trying to figure out what the hell tuning meant, mm. figuring out what the hell tapping was, <laughs> oh, but no, I You're tapping. a
2: better tapper than me, I can't tap for shit.
5: That's the one thing I can consider myself a decent guitarist with, it. <laughs> but it's because of that, it's because of just pushing myself and being like, right, I want to be able to play this music. You know
2: what, you're going to have to show me your tapping. Kind
4: of I, thing. So it that like I can actually Early grade by architects and like drop G sharp or something.
5: Yeah, or so that was it's the same tuning. <laughs> <Just> it's, <laughs> it's what it is. It's in C sharp standard, but the bottom strings like drop down. To G Ain't
2: sharp. C sharp like the system of a down tuning you know, as well? But I think I don't know. I think it is because oh. I, I had I learned prison
5: song with that tuning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just it was just a few years now of being just a metalhead, there and there, just cool. Yeah. I, I still look good you look there, but the but generally. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Although, um, you,
2: you like metalhead, but with the punky look still. Yeah.
5: So, um, yeah, it was just kind of a few years of that. And then, because I think from the get-go, really, it's been one of those, I've never really questioned what I wanted to do with, like, my life and what I was interested in. It was always just, I love music, I want to be a musician. That's, mm, mm. isn't, I've, I've never had... It's never really been a thought, do you know what I mean? A lot of people might have, I want to be a musician. It wasn't mm. that for me, it was growing up I just kind of knew it for some reason. Mm. That's so good. I've always been a musician, I've always been playing stuff, whether yeah. it was hitting pans or it was actually <laughs> yeah. being in a band. So it was like, was um, there a moment when,
3: sorry, sorry a moment no. when you decided, like, sort of what genre you want to be? Like, like to, what you want to perform as?
5: I um, had that moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. no, you've been gigging a bit. Yeah. You, no, yeah. gig a bit uh, and I was gonna. You know, know. This was the next part. I was gonna get on because mm-hmm. it was, it was around the time twenty fourteen. I want to say mm-hmm. this was because right. I I, th- I think for me playing guitar it was like, you know, the usual you kind I getting better, getting better, getting better. Then I like, just stayed there forever. Oh, yeah. Like I <laughs> you know, only at that twenty fourteen. I'm as good as I was back then. Um, it's called the uh, the okay Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I just started. I just wanted to make metal music, you know, because obviously at the time, it basically I just wanted to be Parkway Drive and Architects had a baby. That was all I really cared about. <laughs> um, because they were my two biggest growing up. Like, I actually was obsessed with them, so I still am, to be honest. The Architects New album came out recently, and it's pretty cool.
4: I mean, did Dana show you that um, Devil Sold His Soul? Yeah. Blessed and cursed. Yeah,
5: yeah. All this stuff, like, it, a lot of that did come from Dana,
4: yeah. He introduced me to the album. And, like, uh, I listened to your, your your actual album, and it reminded me a lot of, like, the sort of elements from that. Exactly, yeah. Because that's got, got, like, like, like persh-rocky and heavy elements in it. Yeah. It's really, yeah,
5: like, um, quite similar. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I say, about in 2014, when it was just, I'd, you know, I'd consider it metalcore, I guess, is what you'd label it as. Um, oh, metalcore. Sorry. I've made to... a lot of music like that for a few years, and that was that. And then when I actually really, really loved writing guitar riffs, I was like, okay, let's like, try writing some songs. So that's then, where Alfonso came from then. I guess uh, so, yeah. Alfonso was just kind of, yeah, it kind of is, because that was the name I gave it at the time. Yeah. Um, so I just went, I remember at high school, there was a drum kit in one of the rooms. Uh, <laughs> and wow. I remember going in there. Is
2: that how you started drums
5: then? Yeah, and I remember mm-hmm. going and being like, right, I've got these cymbals, I've got these cymbals. And I was like, okay, where do I want them, I was like, And then I remember the teacher came and was like, right, what symbols?" you I was like, China! I was just like, I want to break down! And then he just gave (laughs) me this China. And now you accomplished your dream of having Chinas in songs. (laughs) Literally, there and then, there was a song I'd just written on guitar the night before, and I don't know how, I just picked the drumsticks, just played on the drums like that. And it was pretty, you know, not only like a... but it was quite a complex song. Mm. So I was like, oh, I can play drums, cool. Mm. Um, And then my dad was a bassist, so I've always, like, nude on basses and stuff, so I was like, I can play bass as well. I mean, yeah. I was like, I can sing yeah, it as but well, but like bass concert. kind of just comes <laughs> naturally done it with um, yeah, playing it that, guitar. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it was with me. So what I did was, I just recorded that album. Still that's on YouTube now, no, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: although like I will say, like with bass, it isn't just simplified guitar because there are like, yeah, like if you, you go a bit more in depth with bass, it is a bit. Mm-hmm. It, there is more to it than just yeah. you doing the root notes, um, but it is a good. But if you do play
5: guitar, it's easy to start. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just kind of learnt about production stuff, you know, it's how to record an album. I mean, obviously now I look back at it and it was terrible production, but it was cool for what it was, you know. I was only like 15 and yeah. made a 30-track uh, in you know, <laughs> album. Yeah. Uh, is that the early stuff that you took down then,
2: or is this is um, that even before?
5: Yeah, it's before, this is before that. It's, as I say, this is still on YouTube. Right So if you go on my Alfonso account You can see all this That I'm on about right now mm-hmm. um, It's
2: I have seen it It pops up on Yeah it does YouTube It pops up for a lot so. of people
5: still um, So I released that Just as a bit of fun Just at this point Not really thinking anything of it Because at this point All I really wanted was to Find to, to go to school one day And then The doors swing open <laughs> and, and this long haired guy Walks in He's like Alright mine From Australia <laughs> parkway, i parkway drive I going to start a bed? You know what I mean It never, it never happened that was, that was
2: such a good Australian accent And if
5: that's all I wanted to happen and so it was just it, at this point it was just a few years of just messing with stuff, and the Prodigy released an uh, album "The Day Is My Enemy," and I remember listening to that and just realizing how much I did love the Prodigy because I've got to mention growing up, I think the first album I ever properly loved was Invaders Must Die by the Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, to this day, I just absolutely adore it. I remember it like I remember the we went to Cornwall one year, me and my family and it was just after this album came out, and I remember the like every second I got to be in the car, I just put that album on and just, I just immersed myself in it. I absolutely loved it. Um, so as I said, they released Today Is My Enemy, and it really did just amplify that love and kind of remembered why I love electronic music, and like dance music has always been a huge thing for me, just having like a rhythm or something you can just like feel, which obviously in Unwired, there's a lot of new songs where most drummers are do a punk, but you like, I'm a disco beat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, no, that, like, yeah. And just, yeah,
2: on the album songs, you've just kind of really brought things up exactly, a yeah. bit more and kind of elevated the riffs that I write.
5: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, it was after listening to the Prodigy, and my dad has always been into all the music I like now, and he just said, like, have you ever really probably listened to Nine Inch Nails before? it was one of those bands I'd heard of them, and I'd always knew who Night's Nails were. And obviously this was going around the time when, you know, I I talk about a lot of my music, I've always been really, like, suffered real bad with mental health, Uh, for whatever reason, you know, just been a sad bastard all my life. (laughs) Um, But he he told me, I was like, just listen to Night's Nails, because he just knew I was going to love it. So I remember that night playing Tomb Raider, on my PlayStation, it was was on the Xbox, yeah. Playing Tomb Raider on my Xbox and then I just put on Downward Spire of Wide Nine Inch Nails and just sat there being like, oh my god, this is everything I've ever loved in music, and this is yeah. everything I've ever felt, and I just it was just like it just blew my mind how somebody could actually do that. Mm. So because of that, I just immersed myself in Nine Inch Nails in KMFDM, stabbing Westwood. I mean even a bit of Manson here and there, you know, I've never been huge him but uh, ministry, loads of different Good. bands, um and just kind of form this huge love for industrial, for electronic, for just messing with sounds and just making cool stuff. Which it was when I came up kinda came about to making Dight Enough I believe. Um obviously my back my I suppose my debut album, consider so mm. it. Yeah. Being this thing of, because obviously I've, I'll always have that love for, I'm going to call it metalcore, uh, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier, Architects like were kind of the, the first main love that I had for a band. I'll always have that love for first. So that will always be prominent with the music, um, but also being like, okay, I want to incorporate this new kind of vibe that I'm feeling into it. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I ever properly felt, like I have said a minute ago, that's the first time I've ever actually Felt like I had my sound, had mm. my love. You
2: even um, have some punk elements. Hundred percent, yeah, because yeah. like the damage chorus is very pop punky. It, it is. It like all creeps scene, in, doesn't it? True. Yeah, yeah. And
3: um, that Leela song or is it Leela or well? Lila? Lila, Lila. Well, that, Lila. that one's. Right. Right. You <laughs> can pronounce it either way. Can <laughs> yeah, you? yeah. But um, that is that just on the infected edition? I yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it is. I thought, I thought, because so. that's a lot, lot punkier, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so I it's nice how you've got a lot of influence yeah, creeping that, in. That that's that album,
2: like the so one like. where Max always thinks of me <laughs> 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 <We'll> <laughs> yeah. And someone else <laughs> um, Yes <yeah, sorry>. uh, <laughs> I get, um, I get what you're saying
5: So making that album was like As I say it was the first time Where everybody kind of Was like ah oh, I get you now Max I know what you're trying to do now I was doing it myself I'm like r- All the things all together Because I thought why not just do it in all in one, there's no point. Yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. So like, generally, just all in all, it was after making that album that was when I kind of realised. Yeah. Okay, I know who I am now. I know yeah. what I want to do now. You
2: was in a band, weren't you? Like a hardcore punk band with yeah,
5: yeah. Before. I've I've been in on and off crappy bands. I mean, the, I mean the band that I was in were you know, were good, but yeah, for that, was it I mean, song, that was yeah. yeah.
2: But then, like, um, I lo- I loved your vocals in that yeah. band. Okay. While that band is great, I feel like that that like. Um, I don't know, like, as in, like, um, you were still kind of finding Yeah, your well it's funny, the, you, you know, because um,
5: I never did vocals for any of my music. I've mm. never been
2: that great of a singer, you know, I can, I can hold a note and stuff. I think you're a fan to so that, especially yeah. from, like, I think you've come on as well with your backing vocals. Yeah, exactly. Since joining uh, band. So yeah, like,
5: like vocally I've never been that... Yeah. Um, not confident, but it's never been that key for me. Yeah. And then when I wrote like Agnostic, which is the first song I released properly under our funds, it's the second mm-hmm. track on my album. Uh, it just kinda kicks in and it from the get-go, anyone it was just like Agnostic chanted. Mm. And I remember it's really weird, this is how I learned to scream. I just pressed record and stood back and was like, Dana can scream. <laughs> so I can scream. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stood there, looked at the mic and went, Agnostic! Uh, <laughs> the first recording every day you can hear me go ah! like that. If you listen really closely <laughs> in the song, you can still hear a bit of noise because I've kept it in the song. He oh, made that noise and was like, "Oh, okay, that's how you do it then." And it was funny because I, because I, when I first started, a special really sounded like Dana. Yeah. So I sent it to him and he was like, "Was that me?" and I was like, "No, it's me." Like, <laughs> <"Wish>, Which <what? laughs> one? Um, I don't that's remember so <laughs> exactly. You know, you were like what influenced
2: me to scream a bit more?
5: Yeah, yeah. Now every wide song you get, you like yeah.
2: yeah well it's because like you were there and like you were always encouraging like this heavier kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking scream exactly because like before um like my old um like in the old unwired i would kind of get laughed at if i tried to scream Mm -hmm. yeah when did
3: you um like are are you into like rap and like how how did you end up working with Idiot and Have you just always known him? Have you always been into rap or is Um, it more recent?
5: I mean, you know, rap's one of those things I've always really enjoyed it. It's one of those genres which I always wish I was more educated in. But what I'm educated in, I've loved it. Um, Like, you know, I I wish I could sit here and name loads of obscure rappers, but obviously Mm. I can't, you know. Um, It was mainly like, your Eminem stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Generally like, uh, Marshall, Mathers LP, and you know, Kent and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of introduced to that at a certain time and I've always loved that and always loved to incorporate that into the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had this like huge love, even though I'm absolutely terrible at it for like skating and you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Like
3: that. Obviously, that's such a, a huge crossover. Exactly, it, it's like yeah, so, so it, rappers it, hip-hop, like, like punk metal. Like, yeah. everyone can skate. You know? Exactly, yeah. so rappers
5: like Lupe Fiasco already came in to like play with that type of thing, mm. uh, having that's like real skater vibe and stuff. Mm. And mm. obviously, around that time was when I started properly love pop punk again. Cause mm. Um, mm. yeah,
2: because uh, like skating is quite associated with. That time, yeah. You know, funnily enough, like. Um, when I was a bit younger, I used to dress in like long shorts in the backwards cap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's why I got the the lip piercing yeah. because Tom DeLon had it. <laughs> yeah. But but you brought a skateboard, didn't you? Mm-hmm. When you met up with me before. Exactly. I remember when I first got a skateboard I fell yeah. straight.
4: <laughs> you should uh, check out Evolution of Hip Hop on Netflix.
5: I've seen about that, yeah. I will. It's
4: it's really fucking good. And like it yeah. tells you all about the feuds and like East Coast, West yeah. Coast, yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of like each series goes on like a different element
5: of like how hip hop was like grown up it's yeah. pretty cool um, but yeah so like obviously I know it's not released yet but it's a little peek. But, but with the whole idiot thing um, Creepy Crawl is funny story here I'll actually share the secrets of the story for you because it's quite a funny one there's an alarm in St Stephen's right uh-huh. I don't know if you ever heard it You put obviously I know you wouldn't know but if you heard the song you might know what it is because there's an alarm that every now and then when I'm in there it goes off and I heard it in 2019 it is just like a little like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that but I walked in and heard that and then it like raised the pitch and I can't hit that note uh-huh. like, <laughs> but it was like it did something else and I was I, I remember just stopping at dinner going like that sound was cool so I get my phone out recording it and then I went home and this was like really close to Christmas time I remember so Christmas Eve night I couldn't sleep so I was like okay let's just kind of make a song out of it so that night there and then made the full song Ooh. so very early in the new year Um because I've just met uh, Aaron, Idia, uh, through college. Um, you know, we both hit off uh, straight away, you know, he's a good friend of mine now. Um, and just straight off the bat, I was like, I've got a real cool song idea, because he's super into metal as well. Obviously, I know he's like a rapper, but he's, you know, he's made it quite clear that he's grown up mm. loving a lot of like metal core stuff as well. Mm. So I just was like, I just went a new track and sent it to him and he was like, that's really sick. I was like, would you want to put some vocals on? Because was I'm really excited song. for that release. I'm really excited for it, yeah. Um hopefully it'll be I think it'll be a big one for me. Mm. Like I think it's probably the most successful one today. It's one of those songs where you listen to it, you're just like, Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I'd say that's kind of my story. I cool. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, it's led to <coughs> fetish now, hasn't it?
3: Yeah. We're now here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the track's been up what, like, less than forty-eight hours now. Mm-hmm. But
5: yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, at the it time, really it's time to release We've been out for again on a week, I think. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. this is yeah, yeah. yeah. once uh, the yeah, podcast I has dropped. That this
3: But yes, yeah, it seems to be, you know, uh, being received really well. And like I said, I've had people message me about it saying yeah. like, you know, it's really cool stuff, and I think that they they want to hear more of your material. You know, they really sort of
5: the video is people wild. on now. You know well, yeah also, the video was the video when we finish if you want because I don't know yeah, it, yeah. No, that's it I that seen, that full play, yeah. We've seen
3: a tiny clip haven't I? yeah we'll put it on soon um, um, and
1: what and f- i about to say about fetish by the way is I love how it just builds and it's just that climaxic ending yeah oh uh,
3: yeah, yeah um yeah it builds so well I love mm-hmm. it
2: when cases it, it, like,
5: like it teases yeah.
2: parts and then darts around again and then yeah Mm, yeah. I love it when it's
5: you two shouting the chorus at the end. Mm. That's uh, like yeah. really. And that's cool. I cannot wait to play live because I've I've, yeah. got, I've I've made it abundantly clear to everybody. I know I'll know, i be very surprised if I Was ever end the set at, with that song. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Mm. I feel like it's such a perfect way to close a set.
3: Yeah, and blow out your vocals at the same time. <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't wait to have. Hopefully, that's the that's the good that thing, thing about stuff, it you know I mean? being
2: last. Although if you go on tour with it at any point, like if we if you end up in a touring thing,
5: you're gonna to have to be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I'm not an idiot. Hopefully, so I think that's. Um, you know, That'll that be a backing track. But <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Max, I wouldn't say you're not an idiot. <laughs> 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 just, just I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you're a dickhead. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I said earlier. I say yeah.
5: You're but yeah, it's. I'm a very proud. I'm proud of the song. Uh, yeah, obviously you kill it. Like Case any of his vocals that case laid down are better than anything I'd ever expect. Well, so I remembered remember earlier
3: when I was on about like it, it doesn't normally take me that long to get my take, yeah. But then I, I remembered earlier like at first there was the, the weird delay oh, yeah. issue on there in yeah. the headphones. I think once we'd actually sorted that out, it only took a few takes, so. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, I remember, um, because yeah. I was here, I think I was washing up when you were recording it, oh, I right. he was like.
2: Oh, I ain't sung that aggressively in a while. well, <laughs> uh, like, oh, yeah, the like, like When you the did the real, yeah. oh, I think you yeah. kind of killed your voice a tiny bit, didn't you? Yeah, when probably, Because
3: yeah. <laughs> again, yeah, just obviously, you well, know. Because
2: in the north well, like what was Nora and all that, you don't really do that really aggressive vocal.
3: No, not, no.
2: Like, mm. like I, I mean, you might get a bit aggressive, but not in that way mm. that you did on Fetish. Mm. Like, if mm. that makes sense. Mm. No, I can't think of any north way that.
1: Pissed it, off. <laughs> I think maybe the most aggressive one is Public
3: pyramids.
2: I heard mm. this club. He was pretty
3: aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know, Max. I like the arrangement of it and the instrumentation and that mm, guitar. Yeah. That, even though the guitar's not very like prominent, yeah. prominent it, You can feel thing, that depth in yeah. it. Like when I listen through my monitors, that fucking turn is beefy. Mm. <laughs> what
3: was the sample from again? I, I was just it's about really
5: What's which, which one? Is don't it? let the ghosts and <laughs> ghouls disturb. Uh, that was something I just found. Um, I can't think of what it's from. It's from like a really old movie, like a B movie. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah. isn't um, um, that um, like girl type singing? Isn't that just you pitch shifted?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot. But then of you do that on a lot of. Yeah, because like, there it. are some on the album. Especially they, with that? the new music that I'm gonna be releasing, like in the future, <laughs> I really am properly implementing a lot of samples nowadays. In, in, in mm-hmm. like, the life of voice, you she just start talking like a <laughs> That world is a character. No, um, <laughs> but it's like, just with, as I said to you earlier, you know, with copyright issues and stuff, it's such a big thing nowadays that it's like, why should I go through the ball ache like, mm. of trying to find samples when... Just sample can, your own songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, you um, know, Oh, look, that's I'll, I'll that's actually a good idea. That like, really we
1: did that on King of Limbs, I
5: think. Um, but no, like another you know shameless plug for uh, you know Bomb of Filth, my friend, if, uh, Travis. Um, uh, right. I yeah. produced his EP recently, The Dead, and there's a song in there where it kind of stops and there's this like drum and bass thing happening. It's like a blast beat. You think it's like you know like really heavy stuff. Um, and I was like, it'd be really sick if we had like a screaming sample here. Like you know like an actual like a woman screaming. And he was like, oh, yes, yeah, we could download one. I was like, no. And he just <laughs> went to the back of the room recording, and he just went, like ah! scream like a girl. And that's still... He'd kill me for saying that now, because, he, because you know, I'm assuming you want people to think it's some, like, horror movie thing, but no, it's, it's, it's just me. I thought you were going
2: to say, like, you scared your mamas. I've done that
5: as well, not odd sign. See, I,
2: th- I think, though, that it do not matter if there's just these... Li- like, something that doesn't seem as cool being added to mm. Because then what you do to it makes it cool. Exactly,
5: yeah. But, yeah, I think... I don't know if I believe it was kind of like dabbling my toe into what I wanted to do and then yeah, <laughs> just,
3: it. Ju- just dipping your toes in when it's like the bonus edition is an hour and a half yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, big, yeah it, it really was
5: though it was just yeah. kind of like do I like this like, like you know as I say dipping my toe into the water and then i was like yeah those are just <laughs> you know, d- dived in well, heaven you do cover a lot of ground
3: on that which yeah, yeah. yeah i guess why it's yeah. so long in the end as well it's definitely it's really yeah. good. i
5: mean a lot of the ones off the bonus edition where just like all the tracks and kind have of reamped or mm. so there's a cover mm. on there there's a remix on there and then you mm. got me mm. that
2: like listens to the songs that are very well known on that yeah exactly yeah oh,
5: what's the cover on Reptile right, so. by nine Inch nails oh right Oh, um, I didn't second know to I last uh, Yeah, I didn't know that was a cover it's, yeah. I covered that because first gig I ever played Just before lockdown, I did Reptile Live Yeah Just because it's cool um, <laughs> And everybody was like, you did that better than Trent Which I know wasn't true <laughs> I, It was. I was still you, like, you oh that's cool You have people
2: like that where they say uh, That thing's better
5: than the original it's, it <laughs> it's like, how could you say that about Trent? <laughs> he is my... God, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, obviously, it was a comment. I was, I appreciate people saying that, but I just thought I will put it on the album because it did feel really like, like my vibe fit that song really well. Because obviously, it's mm. it's one of Trent's like heaviest. I'd say it's really gnarly, really mm. angry, really yeah. nasty. So yeah. Well, but you do sound- have your your own spin, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, there was t- yeah. some stuff to it. I, I mean, most notably the drop, drop D guitars. Boom. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, as I say, that album was me dipping my toe in yeah. And now we've got a load of songs and a lot coming up soon Which obviously is some of it we all know about Some of it we don't I'm really excited for everybody to hear what I've got coming up Shout out of the week Shout out of the week
0: Shout out of the week Shout out of the
2: week Shout out of the week,
4: of the week. My girlfriend's just opening up a new shop
2: Oh,
4: I saw about that. Uh, called the uh, Lil Bud Studio. Mm. That's L I L B U D Studio. Mm. That's cool, man. But uh, she just sound like cool, like clear stuff. And um, mm. she's like painted real nicely. And
3: it's such a nice style. And it's yeah. like yeah, just really unique and yeah, <coughs> colourful yeah. and it's good.
4: I mean, I mean, it's cool to promote because uh, she does a lot of artwork for our band and stuff yeah. like that.
2: Like, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And very very talented. Music and art—they kind of go hand in hand in a way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A yeah. it's all DIY, isn't it? You know yeah. I mean?
4: yeah. yeah, yeah, completely.
1: Totally. punk. You know, look like don't really get as much as in like,
4: you know, art. art. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> feel, feel like there's, there's all sorts of elements, like there's the videographer, the photographer. Yeah, it is, and I feel like a lot of bands sometimes. They kind of don't appreciate as much as an art form, mm-hmm. and kind of feel like they need they don't need to pay them as much. Mm. Yeah, yeah, even stuff like print work and that. And yeah, like, yeah, You, know, it's it's you Look at like
3: idea. zines and stuff. Like the the cost actually goes into making them. It's like they're relatively cheap, but you know, yeah. if you're doing it's, big runs, it's the man
4: I was working on that as well as much as any musician, really. No? Yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah, completely, completely.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I don't think that they get, get as much um, recognition, and not not recognition, but like.
3: Oh, right,
4: mean, We're all struggling through the lockdown yeah. as well, so like, yeah. all the industry is pretty much at a halt in it, really. Yeah. Mm. What's Stop it open.
3: called again? L- Lil Bud.
4: Lil Bud Studio. Lil Bud Studio. Because she's called Rosie, obviously, <coughs> and uh, the family used to call her Bud. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Lil well, Bud Studio. This has been one right. of my most. One of my favourite episodes to record so far. Yeah, it's been. We're, yeah, getting, been interesting, there. Like we're, we're last, getting there. Last episode <laughs> next week. Not really. It's a, yes. it's a sweet ass purchase. It's a sweet ass purchase. It's a sweet ass purchase. It's a sweet
5: ass purchase. Anthony Fed um, Neural. Uh, I've just released an, uh, a Gajera Archetype guitar plugin uh, yep. and it's Ooh. obviously like um, I think there's no oh actually, actually. I, it's
3: I, I had a little listen to that that came up on my news feed yeah. like um, a free 30 day trial of it or yes, whatever I had it?
5: that and I've just recently bought it and it's right. In,
2: right. Yeah. Uh, it Max have you great. seen um, Stevie T released like an amp plugin has yeah, it? yeah
5: I've not
4: seen that that's cool oh, I've actually bought some. actually I forgot I bought it last week did I talk about it last week? The, the Frank Zappa pedal. I don't, no, think, I don't think you
2: actually mentioned
4: no. it last week. I'm, I'm not like I'm not like a massively into like. Frank oh Zappa wait, pedal.
1: no, no. You, you you mentioned it to us before or after recording, but you didn't do it on.
2: Thing. So it what was this Frank Zappa pedal? Because you told me last week, but I
4: forgot. It's kind. Of, it's a, like a a bubble. It's called a Bubbletron. Right. Um, by Keely, but it kind of like it, kind of just like dynamic flange and dynamic phasing and and then, like, uh, kind of random step filter kind of stuff. So, like, it's, unlike a lot of, like, other flanges and phases where, like, it's a constant cycle between everything. Mm. It actually, the cycle starts when you start playing. So it's, like, like a mix between,
1: like, a them and like an envelope filter, sort
4: of. Yeah, it's yeah, you know. it's kind of them with like an envelope filter and stuff. Mm. would do
1: you call it? Would it be like closer to sort of like a synth pedal, sort of?
4: It does have in some synthy vibes, I yeah. think.
1: You can probably really get them a synth pedal. So again, we haven't got a topic for next week.
3: But we'll think of something. We we'll never have a topic <laughs> for not. next week.
2: Yeah. We'll just make it up like, as we go along like the way. first few episodes. We always had a plan for next week, yes. but now we're just kind of winning it.
1: We'll just, we'll just we're just getting there right? we're
2: getting, we're there.
3: getting there. <laughs> <laughs> we're there we're getting there nearly there nearly there shall we wrap it up yeah, yeah. Right. once again thanks yeah to thanks Max. to all Ch- cheers to the all
2: yeah. my brother from another mother that's what I like to call him <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> father I'm <Yeah>. father what? <laughs> what calling daddy <laughs> Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> <On> <laughs> I'll see night. you next week
2: yeah see you later bye again, bye. Yes. bye bye yeah yeah